welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching the Podcast. I'm Laura Forehand. I'm an advanced certified, or excuse me, advanced platinum certified whole brain teaching instructor, and I teach second grade in Northwest Missouri. And I have the pleasure of doing something I love, which is this podcast with my whole brain teaching best friend, Rhonda, whom I love very much. So I'm so happy to see her today. Rhonda, please introduce yourself. Hi. Thank you for that, Laura. It's always great to see you guys. Um, I'm Rhonda Arlt. I'm a second grade teacher in Goddard, Kansas, and I am also an advanced platinum certified instructor. And we couldn't be more excited to have the founder of Whole Brain Teaching, Coach Chris Biffle, back on the podcast with us. Coach, we had you on the podcast this past summer, right before the international conference to discuss contagious kindness. And we are so thrilled to have you back on to discuss something very exciting, something that is so big, you had to write a book about it, color writing. Welcome back, Coach. Thank you so much, Rhonda and Laura. Great to be back. We're so happy you're here today. Um, We just really want to pick your brain about color writing, but let's start with some background. So can you give us some background on color writing? Sure. So I started teaching uh, college in 1971, and I started from the beginning trying to figure out how to teach kids how to write essays. Forty years later, I was still teaching writing the wrong way. I didn't discover how to teach writing in a really simple way until five years after I retired. I even spent some time building sentences out of Legos. I had this idea that writing could be made into modules. There'd be a detailed sentence module and a, a quotation module. And uh, we spent some time and had a lot of fun uh, building essays physically out of Lego bricks. Uh, but then we started moving into Google Slides and, um, you know, it only took me 45 years to figure out how to, how to teach essays. Yeah, uh, I remember, Coach, back when you had the pen building, and we started with whole brain teaching the writing with the pen building and going through that process. So things have come a long way since then. The big breakthrough, Rhonda, was really, I think, with uh, Andrea Schindler, co-founder of Whole Brain Teaching. She used these techniques to get her kindergarten kids to write five paragraph essays by the end of the first year. These are inner city kids, English language learners, and their essays 
really were focused around one of our fundamental discoveries, a couple fundamental discoveries. Andrea realized that her kids could, her children do not put pencil to paper until January, but by that time they can speak a well-organized, what we call triple whammy sentence. The second discovery, and Andrea was key in this, was the big problem in writing is figuring out how to make a thesis sentence. Because the thesis sentence says what the whole essay is about. So Andrea and I and a bunch of other people, including you two ladies, uh, began to work on what we call a triple whammy thesis sentence, uh, a sentence that has three parts. So I'll give an example. My favorite desserts are ice cream, cake, and cookies, three parts. We could also say the three causes of global warming are cold fires, uh, gasoline engines, and pollution. Any topic can be broken into three parts. Mm -hmm. That was the second discovery. The third discovery is if you change those into colors, kids can see the pattern of an essay in a way they can't when they just look at the words. So we decided from the beginning that we would follow this pattern. The first part of the triple whammy will be green, green because we're getting started. The second part of the triple whammy will be blue, blue because we're sad we're almost over. And the last part of the triple whammy will be red, red because it's time to stop. Oh, let me put you on the Give us a triple whammy thesis sentence. Good luck. And ask Rod for help if you want. And then explain the color coding. Go. We'll, we'll do triple whammy live on the air. Go, my friend. Thank you, Coach. I can give a triple whammy um, sentence on. I'm going to give it on my favorite dessert. So my favorite desserts are chocolate, mint chocolate chip ice cream, um, chocolate cake, and Reese's peanut butter cups. We start off with green because we're getting started with this wonderful paragraph. Then we go to blue because we're so sad that it's almost over. And then red, I think, was because we're coming to the end of it. Mm-hmm. You've got it. Yeah. Laura, you did awesome. so good on that triple whammy. Give us another triple whammy about, um, about your home state of Missouri. Good luck. I... Love living in Missouri because we get to experience the four seasons. So I am close to my family and I love living in a small town. That's great. Now, notice what happened when Laura was doing that. She had a model in her head and she was fitting her ideas into that pattern. And what our kids lack is a pattern to fit their ideas into. Right. That's why writing is so difficult. It's as if, Rhonda, is as if we gave kids a tennis racket, a tennis ball, and showed them the court and said, go ahead and play. They don't know the pattern of how the game is played. Kids don't know the pattern of how an essay is constructed. Mm-hmm. So that triple whammy and cards on the table, the triple whammy takes kids weeks. 
to learn how to do because of this. You need three very separate pieces. So if I said my favorite dessert is ice cream, cake, and chocolate ice cream, call that a clunker. A clunker is a car that doesn't run. Ice cream and chocolate ice cream are not three separate topics. They're just two topics. Rhonda, explain a clunker because you've seen a few clunkers, clunker sentences in your time. Go ahead. All right. Well, we have these clunk. It's called a clunker if you've got two of the same ideas or possibly even if all three ideas were the same. Each idea needs to be a separate idea so that you can write more about it. And it's called a clunker because a clunker doesn't run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura, don't mean to insult you but i want you to think up a clunker go ahead and then uh rhonda and i will try to try to make it run better go okay my favorite pets are a horse a dog and a puppy ah rhonda where's the clunker in that sentence well her clunker would be puppy and dog because they're the same topic basically now pick one of those two we're going to throw it out so she said a horse, a dog, and a puppy. Throw out one of those and then fix that clunker. Go, Rhonda. Okay. I My favorite pets are horse, dog, and cat. Very good. Now you have a triple whammy thesis sentence. The next paragraph could be about horse the next paragraph could be about dog the next paragraph could be about cat and if we color code those laura what are the colors of that triple whammy animal okay so the horse would be green the dog would be blue and the cat would be red all right uh rhonda give us all another clunker on games. Go ahead, my friend. My favorite games are, oh, a card game would be Uno, yep. um, soccer, yep. and go fish. Okay, great. That work? Perfect. Notice what happened with Laura. She had the pattern in her head of three separate pieces. She had some ideas. She put them into the pattern and they didn't fit. Ladies, can I tell you something? Can I just out and out tell you something? What Rhonda was doing is revising. Mm. You can Mm. only revise a pattern if you know what the pattern is, and any writer will tell you revising is the heart of writing. All right, Laura. Mm-hmm. You've got the difficult task of, of remembering <laughs> what Rhonda's clunker was, and then you fix it. Go, girl. Okay. So the clunker, Rhonda, was you said Uno and Go Fish, and both of those are card games. Right. So to fix that, um, let's say my favorite games are Uno, Soccer, and... Marco Polo. Perfect. Rhonda, how did that fix the clunker? Go ahead. 
Well, she took my clunker, which was my two card games, and she changed that last idea. So that helped the clunker situation. Mm. It sure did. So now, Laura, uh, here we've got the triple whammy. And notice that kids can speak this triple whammy. Mm -hmm. In the book, Color Writing, which I got to say is available on Amazon, uh, in the book, Color Writing, we show seven games mm -hmm. where kids will start by speaking a single whammy, which I'll demonstrate in a second, a double whammy, mm -hmm. and a triple whammy, and then go on by game seven to be able to write a five-paragraph essay. Now, in kindergarten, that'll take months. Mm -hmm. In seventh mm -hmm. or eighth grade, it can take a week or less, because mm -hmm. once you see the color-coded pattern, you know what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, here's a way to get started. We'll start with a single whammy. Now, Laura, I'm going to ask you a question and you reply with a one word answer. Okay. Laura, what is one of your favorite foods? Spaghetti. All right. That's the kind of answer that kids give. They give a one word answer. Mm -hmm. Now, Laura, I want... We'll call that baby talk. Okay. Because babies don't know how to talk, let's face it. So thank you. That's a good example of baby talk. Now, Laura, I want you to speak a sentence answering my question and include some of the words in your answer that I include in the question. Okay. Laura, what is one of your favorite foods? <laughs> you know, one of my favorite foods is spaghetti. Perfect. Now, Rhonda... You've got the tough one. Okay. I want you to give me a student-style answer that's not a sentence. What are two of your favorite foods? Um, spaghetti and cheeseburgers. Very good. That, as you know, Rhonda, is baby talk. Babies don't know how to talk. Rhonda, now give me a complete message answer. What are two of your favorite foods? Two of my favorite foods are spaghetti and cheeseburgers. Very good. Now, Laura, you've got two favorite foods, spaghetti and cheeseburgers. You know that my next question is going to be, what are your three favorite foods? You're going to have to avoid noodles and cheeseburgers. I'll just ask <laughs> what are your three favorite foods, oh, Laura? My three favorite foods are spaghetti. Yep. cheeseburgers, and yep. chocolate cake. All right. Now, color code those. Okay. So spaghetti would be green, cheeseburger would be blue, and yep. chocolate cake would be red. Very, very good. Now, Rhonda, listen to your coach. Okay. It <laughs> could take weeks, even months, for kids to become fluent with triple whammy answers. Mm-hmm. One thing that you do is you ask them a question with a number. What is one of your favorite video games? Who is one of your favorite friends? Uh, where are two places on the playground you like to play? Um, what are two of your favorite movies? What are three of your nicest relatives? So ask a question with a number in it, and this will produce... Single whammy, double whammy, twip, triple whammy. Explain the number question. And I got to tell you, ladies, I shouldn't be doing this, 
but these number questions are not even in the book. Oh, oh, oh. It's like right. bonus. That's what I was thinking, and I think it's a great idea. So yeah. you're telling... You're telling teachers to ask a number question, like one, two, or three, for to go along with the single whammy, the double whammy, and the triple whammy. So really focus in on those number questions, like pick three of your favorite desserts or two of your video games or what is one of your nicest relatives. So really focus in on those numbers to get the single, double, and triple whammy. So what we did ladies and it's a nice challenge to try to explain a writing system in a non-visual medium which is what we're doing mm -hmm. what we've done is we've reviewed three of the games in the first game kids will speak taking turns single whammies back and forth to each other in the second game they speak back and forth double whammies and in the third game they speak back and forth triple whammies and as I said, the toughest one is the triple whammy because that involves a clunker. Mm. So Laura, summarize what we've just done here in, uh, in a very short time, go. Yeah, so in a very short time, we have talked about the single whammy, the double whammy and the triple whammy sentence and really talked about how we need to color code those, how we need to ask those good number questions and this is going to help um, get that discussion going in our classroom, help kids um, speak in those single whammies, those double whammies and those triple whammy sentences, which the triple whammy is going to be the hardest because as you said, that is usually where we see those clunkers. So, yeah. so Rhonda, let's just go on to two games. In game four, kids write a triple whammy, green, blue, and red part, then, they add a green sentence, a blue sentence, and a red sentence, and that makes a perfectly organized paragraph. For example, Rhonda, if I said my three favorite baseball players are Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, and Stan Musial, my next sentence would be about Mickey Mantle, my next sentence would be about Whitey Ford, and my next sentence would be about Stan Musial. And I would color code those sentences. So it's green, blue, red, green, blue, red, green, blue, red. Kids can see a visual pattern in a way that they can't when they just have words on the page. Now, that was an awful lot. Rhonda, give me a little bit back. <laughs> Good luck. Well, What's basic, a triple whammy paragraph? Well, your triple whammy paragraph is based on that triple whammy sentence. So, like, your first idea, that's going to be your first paragraph, which is green. Your second idea is going to be um, your second paragraph, which is blue. And then your third idea is going to be that third paragraph, which is red. Did I do okay? When you get to the essay, when you get to the essay, it'll be paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. But in game four, it'll be triple whammy sentence, green detail sentence, blue detail sentence, and uh, red detail sentence. And that'll be simpler than having kids write paragraphs, but it shows them the basic pattern. Uh, Laura, explain the basic pattern of a triple whammy paragraph, and then we'll go on to the next game and we'll wrap it up. Go. Okay, so triple whammy paragraph is just where we have students writing and color coding that triple whammy sentence. And then they write a green sentence, a blue sentence, and a red sentence. So we're just looking at one sentence. Per right. color? Okay. And then in game five, Rhonda, 
very straightforward, triple whammy sentence, explain the big paragraph in game five. Go. Okay, so you'll start out with your triple whammy sentence at the beginning. Then you will have your two green sentences, your two blue sentences, and then your two red sentences. That's it. Uh, and depending on grade level, so let's talk to our grade level specialists. Gosh, we have some grade level specialists here. <laughs> Laura, how long will it take your kids to get to that big triple whammy paragraph with seven sentences? How long? Well, uh, well it's going to take a couple months for sure. Um, because I want I want to make sure that we don't have any of those clunkers. And especially if this is not a yeah. pattern that they've seen before, then I want to yeah. make sure to take that extra time to make sure that we're getting some really good triple whammy sentences before we start building on to that. So so I like to I'm I'm trying to take things slow, especially because this year our second graders are the ones that missed like a whole quarter due to COVID. And then last year was so wacky with COVID and stuff. So we're kind of, we're kind of dialing everything back just a little bit. Rhonda, I'll make your kids. How long will it take your kids to write that big <laughs> paragraph? I, I would say we've been working on personal narratives for about three or four weeks. And I really introduced the color coding and we practiced the color coding a lot with the oral writing. And I was quite impressed with their written paragraphs. My, I mean, what I'm struggling with sometimes is they can write on paper good, but our assessments are online and they struggle with typing it out. So I think I need a visual when they're doing it online so that they can see that color code mm -hmm. system when they're typing. And that just kind of came to me after we took the assessment this morning for their writing that I probably should have had that color code up there for them to follow that example. Yeah. And I think they'll have a lot of problems. The other nice thing about typing is you don't have to worry so much. You don't have to worry about neatness in, in some ways. So mm -hmm. typing is going to take all this far. All right, ladies, it was a pleasure to get color writing started. We'd love to sell a few books, of course, but we'd happy to help teachers in any way we can. Uh, so I think we have, let's do two more podcasts. The next one will go a little deeper and then the last one will wrap it up. What do you think? Awesome. That's awesome. That sounds great. We appreciate it, coach. Thank you so much for your time today. Yes. And we'll put a link in the show notes where people can order that color writing book. So you do not want to miss getting a hold of one of those. So. Well, and please don't forget to follow, like, and share um, the podcast on our, your favorite podcast app. Thank you. We appreciate your Ladies, time. You have, you have done wonders in the podcast world with whole brain teaching. It has grown so much. Awesome. Thank you, coach. Thanks, coach. We appreciate it.